When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, black and white sports fans. Happy Wednesday. We are back with another morning live stream for you guys. Um, we got not as many stories, I would say, but I think we're going to have a pretty lengthy conversation about uh, Mr. Antonio Brown, or as uh, Connor Akers for $2 says, Antonio Brown, more like Antonio Clown. Yeah, we got we to gotta break that down. Um, baseball Hall of Fame. Um that's pretty much the two major stories I would say right there. Right. Uh, Mick Walsh, happy 50th birthday to me. Happy birthday. Everybody tell Mick Walsh, uh, happy birthday bit supporter of us over here. Uh, make sure you guys smash the thumbs up button. If you do not mind, become a channel member today, get access to uh, the member streams in full when we're done. And we're going to have a live stream this Saturday. What's up Rhodes? Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, black and white sports fans. Mick Walsh, I sent you an email. Check your email. Yes, a notification some, need, just went out. Need some information from uh, Mr. Mick. Yes, we do. Uh, this is actually our second live stream of the day. We did a, um, a recap on the Matrix and Rose show on the last, um, I say Mandalorian episode, which it really was, even though it was the book of Boba Fett, but if you watched it, you get where we're coming from. And good notifications. People get notified, notifying uh, morning guys. And uh, let's acknowledge the people here. Uh, Frids, uh, Frid guy zero is here. We already said Mick Walsh, Connor Akers is here. NPC is here. Uh, Jay is here. Wishing B is here. And Giants Nation is here with a $5 super chat. What's up, boys? My question is, who is more deserving of a ring, Larry Fitzgerald or Philip Rivers, since both are in the same draft class? That's a good question right there. Now, he's just talking strictly deserving of a ring. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald was a better wide receiver than Philip Rivers was a quarterback. Um, I like both of them. I do. Um a ring is the only thing a ring would definitely get Philip Rivers in the Hall of Fame. Uh Larry Fitzgerald, wide receivers, you don't need any rings. So if we're talking about to get in the Hall of Fame, it'll be Philip Rivers. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, Larry Larry Fitzgerald's gonna get in regardless, ring or no ring. Yeah. Philip Rivers would definitely get in if he had a ring, but he is he's, he's, gonna, he's one of those he borderline some, guys. Yeah, he's a borderline guy. So even though he should be in before Eli, but We've already said that. Oh yeah, we don't don't get us started. <laughs> yeah, again. don't get us started on that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, G Gregory's here. Channel member seven. Um, JC Diva is here. Hi everyone. Sorry, the chat jumped on me. Uh, Jimmy James is here. Retro underscore eight one three is here as well. So hopefully we get a hundred um, people in here relatively uh, fast, so we can start diving in um, to some of these topics. Uh, should we even start with Antonio Brown, or should we start with the Hall of Fame? We can go with whatever you want to go with. It doesn't matter. We were talking Hall of Fame right before we came on. Yeah, we were. We were talking about that before. Um, what do you guys want? Let's let you guys decide. Do you guys want us to talk Antonio Brown first or Hall of Fame first? Just put it in the chat. Put it in the chat and we'll go with what we think is the vast majority. So just drop in the chat 
So we got one for the Hall of Fame already. A, B, A, B. Okay. Football's probably going to win. A, B, yeah. A, B. Hall of Fame. And uh, Giants Nation with another $5. I say Larry because he uh, balled out in the Super Bowl. Rivers always flames out. I don't don't disrespect my QB 18-1. Thank you. Oh man, looks like looks like mostly A B. I guess the rolling A B D man. Let's That's what I'm saying. Do it. Let's do it then. Antonio Brown, and this is gonna be multiple stories here, so this may actually um uh take a little bit, but Antonio Brown has come out and said he is going to pursue legal action against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, did you ever think, Rose, that Antonio Brown would actually sue the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Well, I knew he was considering it, but having a leg to stand on is a different story. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not exactly the brightest bulb in the selection of lights, let's be honest. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah. This, but, uh, is a bad, this is a bad idea from him. Yeah, this is a bad idea. As you guys see here on ESPN, Antonio Brown says he'll pursue legal action against uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers over release. Now, he's probably he's probably going to end up shooting himself in the foot um, with another team because he's been pretty much released every single season for how many seasons now? Three, oh, four? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not- yeah. It's it's been plenty, plenty. God, I can't wait to get into this. Yeah. All right. Tampa Bay, Florida here. Former Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown and his attorney, uh, Sean uh, Burstein, I guess that's the way you pronounce his name, um, said Tuesday they intend to pursue legal action against the team for releasing Brown after he said he was too injured to continue playing against the New York Jets earlier this month and claim uh, Coach Bruce Arians ignored his pleas to not re-enter the game. According to HBO um, Real Sports with uh, Brian Gumble, uh, Bernstein said they will pursue money for Brown's ankle injury and money they feel he is owed by the NFL's collective bargaining agreement. He also said that uh, they are looking into a possible civil lawsuit in the form of defam- defamation for the for the Bucks, uh, claiming Brown had a spontaneous mental health episode. We're going to dive into that also um, as well. Um, but suing him for, suing the team for releasing him, I don't think that's much of a lead to stand on right there. I'm not a, I'm not a lawyer, by the way, but I just don't see how... He has any legal standing on this because players get uh, released all the time. And Antonio Brown's track record says he's a troublemaker. Okay. Yeah. Because this is what kind of lawsuit, Mr. Matrix? This is a defamation lawsuit. Defamation. Well, see, in order to really sue sue for uh, defamation, it is a very, very good idea for one to have a lengthy track record of good behavior because what you're trying to do is you're trying to say said entity that you are suing actually hurt uh, the perception of your character and will hurt it going forward. The problem there is when your character previously already sucked, there's not a hell of a lot to hurt. In the eyes right. of the public view, that's just a fact. That's how this defamation mm-hmm. works. Um, he, sh- if look, if he was Larry Fitzgerald going into the, all of this and then he filed a defamation lawsuit, he look, he would at least have something to negotiate. But in a case like this, you You've been a complete and total dumpster fire clown for six seasons. You've got a laundry list of public incidents 
a laundry list of public incidents with various teams and getting booted off on and off the field incidents. There's not a chance mm-hmm. in hell he should win a solitary damn nickel out of this lawsuit. And then at Nothing. that, Rhodes, then at that, he was uh, filmed in some kind of, of a, a club dancing up and down. Sports Wars did a video on that. He's not helping his case that his ankle was that bad. Well, exactly right. And as part of a defamation lawsuit, you need to look like a churchgoer right now. Your your current current public activity, you should not be going on podcast talking trash. You should not be making Instagram videos. You should not be out there making a fool out of yourself when you're about to head into a defamation lawsuit. I mean, this, this lawsuit, I gotta be honest. I assume a judge will throw this straight out. Yeah. And you know, especially to, especially to receive money loss, you gotta remember his money wasn't guaranteed. So he didn't get that. Uh, but this is what his lawyer said. Quote, Antonio was defamed by this spin that he had a mental health episode that makes him someone who's not reliable to do a good job on the field. Uh, Bernstein uh, said, so we're pursuing internally all of our rights under the CBA and considering them and maybe stepping outside of the CBA. All of our options are on the table. We're going to hold um, to account the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Bruce Arians, the general manager, to the extent anyone who's responsible for this spin that Antonio isn't reliable to do a good job playing football because he doesn't, he doesn't have the mental fortitude to do it. They'll be held to account. Brown and his attorney did not say exactly how much money they were seeking quote, a whole lot of money, a whole lot. Brown said, adding (laughs) that he was shown disrespect with the team questioning his mental health. So to drag people along and play on, People's mental health, you know, is so unfair and unfortunate. Now, Rhodes, I want to, I want to, I got a question for you on this. Okay. We've been hearing about mental health and athletes. Yep. And the Walt Sports Media has been coming to the side of athletes that say they quote unquote have mental health. Okay. Where yeah. is the Walt Sports Media when it comes to Antonio Brown? They are, they are oddly silent. On this. Very, Oddly. very silent. I haven't heard a damn thing from the Walt Sports Media that uh I believe who, who was it they gave athlete a year to? Simone Biles. Simone Biles, yeah. yeah. Brave, yeah. stunning, so, and courageous, I hear. By by their logic, I'm just throwing out their logic. Antonio Brown should be the athlete of the year, right? Correct. But, time magazine. Well well Time magazine shit. Yeah. Yeah. But Antonio Brown, um, doesn't um he says nothing's wrong with his mental health um when when asked if um he knew brown was hurt uh aaron said i don't know that he was brown disputed aaron's claims that he was upset about his lack of targets at halftime and needed to calm down by be calmed down by teammates quote i'm not worried about the ball brown said tom brady is my guy he's the reason i'm on tampa bay so I know I'm going to get the ball. But in that particular game, Antonio Brown wasn't getting the ball. And then he blew up on the sideline. Uh, Gumble attempted to interject, but Brown continued. I'm going to get the ball now. I'm Antonio Brown. You know, I'm a receiver. I get the ball. I got a million dollars on the line that I had to reach, sir. Gumble said, well, that's what I'm asking you. Could you have potentially earned bonus money if you had been targeted more and had more catches and more yardage in the Jets game? Bernstein stepped in. Under contract, he said, yes. If he was physically able to continue playing. When Arians was told that Brown denied uh, he was upset about targets, Arians said, the players know the truth. Oh, and you remember nobody said none of none of the players that we heard said anything about Antonio Brown's ankle. What did, what did Tom Brady say? He said, we hope Antonio Brown gets the help that he needs. 
Didn't say nothing about the ankle. Well, let let me ask you a question, Mr. Matrix. Can you give me a name of a player that actually came out and defended Antonio Brown and his actions against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Because I can't seem that, to remember that, that, one. That, that'll be none. I haven't zero. heard any. Is now, that zero? On, that, that'll be zero. He's been on podcasts, you know, talking with other people, but even uh, Brandon Marshall, I haven't heard him defending Antonio Brown necessarily on no. any of this. The other day in that video we watched on, on this stream, he said, you should have, I would have handled it differently. He just flat yeah. told him that. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like Antonio Brown, day after day, he, he seems to be flip-flopping. Day after day. One day he wants to make it seem like, um, like oh, I made a mistake. Then now he's going to go ahead and uh, pursue legal action on the Bucks. I mean, it, it, it just... He's not being consistent with this thing at all. Oh, to me, I, I'm 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 looking. I would love to find a LeBron quote where he was actually defending Antonio Brown. Really? Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. If I can find that, guys, I promise you that uh, I'll let y'all see it. Yeah, look for it real quick. Um, Mick Walsh did send a uh, super chat. By the way, uh, okay. two euros. Did you see Clay Travis go postal over Tannehill? No, I did not. Did you uh, see that Rhodes? I haven't seen I, it. I did not, but uh, Gomer Gomer Kyle said something about it this morning on the yeah uh, on a, on the Matron Row Show live stream. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I did not see it. I, I haven't had much time for anything today. I had to get up, watch Boba Fett, and set up a stream, do that show, shower, and now I'm here. <laughs> so, um, it goes on here to talk about the money while Rhodes is looking at that. Uh, quote, these guys at the Tampa Bay Bucks tried to make an agreement with me to give me $200,000 to go to the crazy house so these guys could look like they know what they were talking about, Brown said. Uh, Bernstein said uh, Light told him in writing twice, do not spend this any other way. When asked if he believed he needed mental help of any kind, Brown said, I have mental wealth man oh god i know a lot of people may not understand me know how i look at things or don't know how i react to emotional things but it's not for them to understand me i've got a beautiful family kids and people all across the world that look up to me and it's no reason i'm in the position in this position at this point aaron's denied uh, specific. Uh, Arians did not specifically use the words mental health in discussing Brown's incident. When Arians was asked about Brown leaving the field, he said, yeah, it was very hard. I wish him well. I hope if he needs help, he gets some. It's very hard because I do care about him. That's very similar to what Tom Brady has said. Right. Too. Right. So like I said, nothing, to, nothing about the ankle at all. Well, Tom, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians did sort of imply that they thought maybe there was a mental health issue there. I don't buy that personally. Um, I just don't. I think he's a total and complete knucklehead. I think he's a, a just an F up. Um, yeah, man. But he, he's got too big of a history of just, uh, you know, there's a, a saying, some dudes just can't act right. You know, they just can't get their yeah. crap together. They're not responsible. Uh, they don't want to work. They just can't, uh, I don't know what it is. They think every, they think they're entitled. That's the word I'm looking for. They're entitled for everybody else to hand them something. Look, right. he thought he, he thought he was entitled here, right? He was entitled to get the ball thrown, thrown to him. Mm -hmm. The bucks should have thrown me the ball. Well, you got Mike Evans on the field. You got Rob Gronkowski on the field. You got Scotty Miller on the field. There, uh, there are other people on the field. Actual, yes, NFL players. Some of them good. Some of them are future Hall of Famers. And uh, but you think you are, are entitled to get the ball? And what 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 do we know about Tom Brady throughout his career? He spreads the ball around. 
He doesn't care what your name is, but he will make sure you get your money. All, all you had to do was go back into the game. I mean, you would have got your money this game or the next game. We saw what he did with Gronk. Uh, he helped Antonio Brown last season uh, get his money too. Dude, if you really think there ain't oh, white God. dudes that dudes <laughs> ain't white dudes that fall into that category, you're not paying attention. <laughs> you're not paying attention. <laughs> Man, always about race. Always. Always. Race has nothing to do with this. Not a thing. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever, but 200 grand, man. They offered him 200 grand to go to the Looney House. Now, the, the problem is Antonio Brown doesn't believe he has a problem, so he probably took that as an insult right there. So he's trying to make it seem like the, um, the Bucks are trying to wash their hands clean. He's trying to get paid for not doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's mm-hmm. just be real. He is trying to. Uh, get paid for not doing nothing. Yeah. Plus, well, well plus he, should, it, he should move to New York where, where he was at. Go to New York, man. You're right there uh, in New York. Plus, they give you plus, something for nothing. He's still holding out hope that I guess, oh, and this is the thing that we haven't talked about here. I think he just canceled himself. This this lawsuit will cancel him. What team he, is going to want to sign him? He, not gonna, he'll there pull this go. stunt. With another team, and he he's just shooting himself in the foot by pursuing this like that. If, I mean, he, if he had designs on playing for another team, he just took those designs and put some lighter fluid on it and lit them on fire. If you are a team, who is signing this dude? I mean, really, nobody. I think even... Even Jerry Jones is not going to touch this now because you have brought in legalities. Mm-hmm. They're going to wash. Uh, they're done. Antonio Brown canceled himself just now. For one, sure. one thing about um, when it comes to the Cowboys, Cowboys players, former players, they love Jerry Jones. Jer- Jerry Jones is one of the most beloved people by players because he's definitely player friendly. Oh, yeah. Antonio Brown would definitely go over there and probably cause trouble and throw him under the bus. Uh, Connor Akers for $5. AB um, reminds me of Kanye West. Both are extremely talented at their respected craft, but their antics overshadow their accomplishments. What do you think of that analogy? Mm, I, I don't know. I think Kanye, I think Kanye thinks more critically. I think he, he does. Than, than you got Antonio Brown. The thing, thing about Kanye is the leftist media were calling him crazy just because he supported uh, Trump. They were saying he's off his meds. So, it, it, it's, well, it's, it's different. They went, they went after 50 Cent and they went after Lil Wayne because they supported Trump yeah. too. You know, 50 Cent bent the knee, man. He bent the knee. Yeah, he I lost out. a lot of respect for him. He punked out when that old gal went after him that yeah. he used to go out with. Yeah. Well, it's ain't Chelsea Handler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's woke. She's woke and woke. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are no, you guys uh, saying here? Talking about uh, teams not touching him, this is not like he went out and got into some legal trouble like teams are used to dealing with. No. He is suing a team. Yeah. An NFL team. So that, that's a that good way to burn a bridge, man. They will never touch this guy. Good way to burn a bridge. Yeah. He, if he actually pursues legal action, he can kiss his NFL career goodbye. Good and I have a bad goodbye. feeling, man. I have a bad feeling because Antonio Brown doesn't have a job. What did Antonio Brown go out and do? He ran up a $15,000 tab. Something is telling me three years, man, we're going to find out that this dude is flat broke. Destitute. Out of there. Yeah. yeah. See ya. Yeah. Now I don't want to see that, man. Because if I had this kind of money, there's no way I'm going to blow it. I would never this- fin- spend $15,000 at a bar. 
this is a guy that had everything going for him. Um, can you imagine if he would have really and truly acted right in Pittsburgh and just stayed there? They had, they had just drafted Juju up there and it would have been him and Juju would have been the number two on that team. Mm -hmm. And they had a couple of years together and he lit it up. But like I said before, Mike Tomlin had been covering Antonio Brown's F-ups. That's why it never mm -hmm. came out. He's been acting this way for years, even with Pittsburgh, just behind the scenes. Yeah. Man, Hans, Hans, I hope not, man. I don't want to see this man in prison. But he hasn't really sh shown, at least I can't think of anything, engaging in anything criminal, but I hope not. Um, yeah, he did have one incident. I think, he did? I think he's got a, well, allegedly, you always got to use the right wording when we're talking about this thing, but. Okay. Um, I just don't maybe remember. It was, maybe, maybe it was civil. Uh, Brown is, Brown is charged with felony charge of, uh, burglary and battery following an incident no. with a moving truck. Remember that? In uh, June of 2020. Oh, I forgot about that. And he had another incident, I believe, mm -hmm. involving a woman. Um, I don't know when that was from, but I could have swore I saw yeah. that the other day when I was looking, looking some things I'll say, up. I'll say this, man, and you're a 49ers fan. Yep. T.O. was... Was a was a handful in a locker room, a handful in the locker room, a lot, but you never heard a peep of him getting in any type of legal trouble. You know, no, no. To just wasn't wasn't like that. There, okay, so he was in trouble. Okay, yeah, yeah, I thought so. I I just had to go fish for it and find it, but I knew there was mm. something out there like mm. that. This is a good no. question here. Who's a bigger mess up, Johnny Manziel, Josh Gordon, or AB? Now, to me, honestly, to me, it's pretty easy. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon is still getting opportunities. I don't know why. The man hasn't been good in forever. He had one good season. I mean, Josh Gordon's problem is he can't follow simple instructions. AB has still been producing. Josh Gordon hadn't even been producing, and he's still got an opportunity. You know, the Chiefs cut him again. Yeah, I saw uh, that. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to bring him back, put him on the practice squad. On now. the practice squad. I mean, it's gotten to that point, man. Now, Johnny Manziel just a bus. I mean, there's he, a bunch of bus quarterbacks. Well, look, let's not – Johnny's a knucklehead. He's from right here where I'm from, mm -hmm. and he's a knucklehead. He couldn't act right. Um, he has some AB tendencies. Let's, let's not cover for Johnny too much. Cause, yeah. uh, yeah, he's a total knucklehead and look, he was slow. His arm wasn't strong enough. He was short. I mean, he was way overdrafted. Johnny should have been drafted. Yeah. In and Jerry Jones had round. to be talked out of drafting him. Thank God, Steven, uh, Connor acres, two dollars today. Also marks two years since, uh, Kobe's, uh, death and he, Follows up because he misspelled. Thank you for that. Yeah, I knew it was somewhere around that. Man, I can't believe it's been two years. Time flies, man. Life is short, folks. It really is. Um, And I do want to point out, I mean, the reason that the NFL keeps jacking with Josh Gordon outside of talent is they have changed their marijuana policy so much now that I believe like his first so many offenses wouldn't even have counted now. Yeah, and but my thing is, my thing is, things uh, that that NFL drug top policy, it wasn't really a drug policy. It was an intelligence test. And you're right. Kept failing you're right. The intelligence test. You're, you're right. You're right. I mean, you I can't mean, quit smoking think, weed think, think to play weed, in the NFL. Weed versus $15 million a year. Oh, I'm going to go with the weed, says nobody ever. Dumb ass shit. That's yeah. eight, eight up with the dumbass is what my dad would say. Yeah. You're eight up with the dumbass. Yeah. I mean, it's just that simple, man. It's just that simple. <laughs> I, 
I've never met met or done anything I would give up fifteen million dollars for. <laughs> no. I'm just keeping it real. You you may give up your family for that, huh? I'm, I'm joking, Melissa. <laughs> Outside of the family, uh, uh, immediate family, I might trade a couple cousins off and a, and a nephew to be named hey, later. Uh, cousins you don't know, man. Cousins yeah. you don't know. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. Well, that's Antonio Brown, guys. I mean, ah, oh, boy. Anyway, let's go ahead. Let's um, move on here. Um, uh, Baseball Hall of Fame, because really we have two main topics here. And um, there was one selection to the Baseball Hall of Fame after last year didn't have anybody get selected. Bit Poppy David Ortiz is a first ballot Hall of Famer with 77% of the vote. And I must say, is he? Is he though? <laughs> I, I must say, man, this really does kind of expose the writers because what what was the reasoning why they were keeping Roger Clemens and uh, Barry Bonds out? What was the reason, Rhodes? It's supposed to be because of uh, uh, alleged steroid abuse. Yeah, yeah. Theoretically, now, I've got another theory. Now, both of them appeared in that Mitchell report, right? Correct. Uh, who else was in that Mitchell report? A uh, lot of people, including, I believe, Big Poppy might Big have Big Poppy been was there. in that report. Okay. I uh, just thought so. Now, this is unofficial, but um, the MLB did uh, some tests. Whose name got leaked out there for testing positive? David Ortiz. That'd be David Ortiz. And he's in the Hall of Fame. And Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds are not in the Hall of Fame. Let's repeat that, guys. Just for any of the baseball fans in the chat, anybody that'll watch this after the fact, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds is not going to be in the Hall of Fame. And they never tested positive. That's a monumental fail by Major League Baseball. Yeah. Yeah. This is I'm I'm not tra- I'm not even trying to be disrespectful to Bit Poppy, but this is asinine right here. It's embarrassing. The writers have really just exposed themselves. Now, when it comes to Barry Bonds, I think one of the other reasons because they roughly got the same percentage of the vote. I think um, Bonds got sixty six percent and uh, Roger Clemens sixty five percent. David Ortiz got 77% on the first ballot. Uh, when, and before we get into moralities here, yeah, so was everybody else back then. A lot of guys were. Pitchers included. Pitchers, pitchers were probably the most main offenders of it. Yeah, yeah. it Yeah, it is what it is. I mean. But like we said before, Rhodes, we said it before. I've been saying it forever. Baseball is the dirtiest sport ever. Ever. Greenies in the 70s. Steroids in the 80s and 90s. Uh, sign stealing, you know, Astros, Yankees, and Red Sox, by the way. And now you got this uh, spider tat thing and, um, out there now. And boy, uh, Garrett Cole looked pretty. He looked like he just gave himself away when he gave that interview about spider tat. <laughs> That's always uh. going to be something with baseball. Always something. Mm. There's a lot there to unpack. Yeah. Right there. Bonds and Clemens didn't pay tribute to the sports media mafia. They were both known to be sorely with the media. Absolutely. Oh, you want me to read it? <laughs> oh, uh, you pulled it up. So, <laughs> Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. The you put, chat, the chat jumped on me. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Giants Nation, 499. By the way, LeBron James' name was on that list for PEDs, but I'm not going to say nothing. China might come for me. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. That's funny. Ortiz received 77.9% of votes on the Baseball Writers Association ballot. 
surpassing 75% needed for election. Ortiz is the 58th player to be elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility. I mean, when you think of first ballot Hall of Famers, I'm sorry, Big Poppy doesn't come to mind. I'm thinking Ken Griffey Jr. I'm thinking Barry Bonds. I'm thinking Roger Clemens. I'm thinking of a Pete Rose. Three of those guys not even in. Not even in. You know, when I was watching the MLB um, the MLB show yesterday, it was the Hall of Fame show, and they announced that David Ortiz was getting in, and they they uh, flipped over to show some highlights, and then they showed him. I guess he was somewhere about to come on the show. And then they came back and they said, the first thing, the first thing out of a mouth was Big Puppy was a great baseball player, but he was also a wonderful person. And I sat back and I went, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What has that got to do with you getting into the Hall of Fame? Why why did you just make that statement? It should have no bearing. I mean, he wasn't a criminal, you know. I mean, I, I'm just saying, no. uh, you know, none of these guys. I don't. I mean, I don't know about any criminal activities. You I know? can't think any either. But no. one thing, one thing I believe that also hurt Bonds was he despised the media. He hated the media, and the media didn't like him either. But you can't deny the man's numbers. I mean, if you just look at the numbers of Barry Bonds versus David Ortiz, by the way, David Ortiz didn't even play the field. He didn't play the field. I know sometimes they list him as first base. No, he he couldn't play the field. If he could actually play the field, guess what? He would not have been a DH. He didn't play the field. That has to count for something right there. It does. And Rhodes, we were talking about his years in Minnesota. He spent a lot of years in Minnesota. What was his numbers like? Mediocre. Um, one could argue not even mediocre. He wasn't. We. Yeah, I guess I was. We being could. Nice. We could. We could argue not. They even were bad. Mediocre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't playing good enough to actually get full time at bats. Let me I go mean, ahead. He, he was I'm playing against. Screen. He was playing against right-handed pitching. And I'm, u- they- I'm using this to see why they actually um and I got this let me go back up. And look, Barry Bonds might have been a prima donna, but I don't care if he moonwalks backwards around the inside of the field and then slides in the home plate like Willie Mays Hayes after every home run. Mm-hmm. It didn't have anything to do with anything. The yeah. guy had the numbers to be in the Hall of Fame prior to the juicing, by yeah. the way. That's this, the, that's another important thing. Th- this is David Ortiz in Minnesota right here. First year, one home run, six RBIs. Second year, nine home runs, 46 RBIs. Um, he only had 20 at-bats in 1999. Uh, no home runs, no RBIs. 2000, fourth year, Minnesota. 10 home runs, 63 RBIs. Uh, fifth year, Minnesota, 18 homers, 48 RBIs. Sixth season, Minnesota, 20 home runs, 75 RBIs. And his batting averages, not that great. Not great. Some of them were, well, that season, last season they had 272. All right, not bad. But he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Hmm. And Barry Bonds is not. First ballot. By the by the way, guys like Jim Rice yeah. struggled to get in. Andre Dawson struggled to get in. For how long? Also, how many gold gloves does uh David Ortiz have? Does he have any? Oh, that'd be are zero because he didn't play the field. Are you breaking news to me? Okay. He didn't, he didn't play the field. Right. He was not good enough to play the field. Uh how many MVPs does he have? Um, oh, that, that'd be zero. That'd be zero MVPs. I'm not saying he shouldn't be in. I'm just trying to give you guys perspective here. 
Yeah, yeah. I, look, look, for clarification, the guy should be in the hall. Should he be in the hall ahead of a bunch of guys right now? Not a chance in hell. No. Not a chance. I fact, consider playing the field a lot. If you want to go just postseason, yeah, a bit poppy, no doubt. No well, bef- before we came on, one of the guys that me and you was talking about that only got 40% of the votes right now uh, also had a World Series ring and had more hits in his career, and his name was Gary Sheffield. Yeah. He took the Florida Marlins and helped them win a World Series. The Florida Marlins. Think about that a second. He also had 500-plus home runs. Yeah. But I just don't see any justification. 40% of the vote. That's why it's a joke. They're all over the place. They're all over the place. There's no consistency to the voting. Um, It's a popularity contest. It's been known forever that baseball writers are the biggest penny waste mama's boys get my feelings hurt bunch of media members there have has ever been. They all all had pick and choose, insert a feud with certain players all over the league, and because of that, they decide they don't want to vote for them. Mm-hmm. Baseball now, writers are the worst. Let's just keep it real. They're yeah, the worst. And, and let's be honest, I, I'm sick of the mo- morality thing. I just want strictly on the field stuff. A-Rod, you may not like it. 34% of the vote. A-Rod, strictly on the field, is a no-brainer first ballot Hall of Fame, and Rose doesn't even like him. But he should walk in. It, oh, easily. Uh, he- he should Deion he, Sanders he, after an interception into the Hall of Fame. How many MVPs does a have? He has three or four. I think three. Dude hit 696 home runs. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say A-Rod has. Let me, let me look at A-Rod. He's got three, three. I got it. I got it. Three MVPs. Oh, share your screen. I want to see his World stats. Series. Okay, okay. Got his stats okay. up? I want to share it. Yeah, because we need some perspective on this thing, man. Because I don't care about how likable a guy is; I can care less. Oh, I, I, I don't. It's of no consequence to me whatsoever. Uh, Three MVPs, two thousand nine World Series, ten times Silver Slugger, two Golden Gloves, a batting title, fourteen time All Star. I mean, come on. And I can't stand this guy. I loathe him. Look, look, look I at his abs- season by season stats. Two, 2,086 RBIs. I mean, come on. And and this stuff that's in bold, home runs, RBIs. How? Look runs. at that. Third year. Third year. 123 RBIs his uh, third uh, season. Look, he had 215 hits his third year. Wow. Led the league with 54 doubles. Led the league with 141 runs scored. Led the league, good Lord, 358. He yeah. hit 358. That, how that's the, insane. How the hell do you not win the MVP? He was second in the MVP. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? And he was playing alongside, to me, the greatest player I've ever seen, King Griffey Jr., had the prettiest swing, that's for sure. Oh man, no Next, doubt. Uh, the only other player I can think of that had a, a, a swing close to as pretty was Will the Thrill Clark. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember Will the Thrill. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, man, the first ten years of Ken Griffey Jr. was like something I never seen before. That eighty-nine to two thousand Ken Griffey Jr. Wow, I mean, it was just mind blowing what he was doing. Um. You got some super chats here because um, I want to talk about Roger Clemens here. Uh, Michael Amato for $20. Appreciate it. As a Phillies fan, the fact that Kurt Schilling won't get in is an absolute joke. How does a pitcher like Mike Mussina, a man, I'm going to finish this. Mike Mussina make it a few years ago and Kurt shut out because of his conservatism. Baseball Hall of Famer is a fraud. Kurt is a Hall of Famer. Man, I've already said it before. I don't believe that Mike Mussina was a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you you were been out of shape about that. I I like him, but he doesn't scream Hall of Fame to me. He's very good. 
he at least look. He got in. Should there probably been a conversation about it? But the point, the point you're trying to make is, Kurt Schilling should have moonwalked in versus before, somebody way like before Mike Mussina. Mussina. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm, you know, being a Yankees fan, we love Moose. Okay, I mean right. Moose is Moose is he, he was a really there. good pitcher, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, he, he, but he's one of those Hall of Very Goods, and I don't even really think it's close on that. If he's not you know, a Hall of Famer. I'm I'm looking, you know, I look at Moose through my Yankees colored glasses and yeah, I would put him in, but at the same time, Kurt but, Schilling but should be said, in. But you before said Andy Pettit should have been in. Should oh, Andy Pettit I, be in before Mike Messina? Uh yeah. I would Me too. I agree with that. Moose. But I yeah. don't think that Andy yeah. Andy Pettit is really a Hall yeah. of Famer either. But if you're yeah. gonna put Mike Messina in, you clearly should put Andy Pettit in strictly yeah. just for the postseason. I'd put them both in. I mean, what what Andy Pettit did, man, Andy Pettit was an all-time great Yankee, and then he comes over to Houston, and he's still really good. I mean, speaking of, we're going to speak about Roger Clemens too, um, by the way. But, um, yeah, Andy Pettit, if you're going to put Mike Moussin in, you definitely should have put Andy Pettit in. Right. Uh, Giants Nation is $5. I know this is about baseball, but I hear the NFL was thinking about Taking out OJ Simpson, would you guys dis- disagree with that? I would. I would. He was great. I'm talking about taking him out the Hall of Fame. I haven't heard about that. No, they would have. They would have did that was, like 20 years ago. If they were there was some rumblings about it at one time. Should they? No. 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 OJ Simpson is in the Hall of Fame for what he did on the football field. He's a scumbag of epic proportions. But he. That's another guy that should have easily just moonwalked into the Hall of Fame. And he did. You can't you can't take him out. That's ridiculous. But um, let's jump over to uh, Roger Clemens now, man. Roger Clemens, seven-time Cy Young Award winner, shut out from the Hall of Fame. We have actually talked about that. Roger Clemens has come out and made a statement about not being selected to the Hall of Fame, and I guess um initially he wasn't gonna even address it, but um he's on Twitter. I didn't even know he was on Twitter. But he, he put out a statement here, and he says, uh, uh, thank you all for the great responses. Much appreciated. Not sure if I did the thread right. So here's a screenshot. Yeah, he had put out like three different um, um, statements on Twitter. And, you know, Twitter, you only get so many characters. It was kind of out of whack. So. Um, but he says this. Hey, y'all, I figured I'd give y'all a statement since it's that time of the year again. My family and I put the Hall of Fame in the rearview mirror 10 years ago. I didn't play baseball to get in the Hall of Fame. I played it to make a generational difference in the lives of my family. Then focus on winning championships while giving back to my community and the fans as well. It was my passion. I gave it I gave it all I had the right way for my family and for the fans who supported me. I am grateful for that support. I would like to thank those who took the time to look at the facts and vote for me. Hopefully, everyone can now close this book and keep their eyes forward, focusing on what is really important in life, all love. So that is from Roger Clemens. He doesn't give a damn about the Hall of Fame anymore. And he's he's probably really does feel like that at this point, you know. Maybe, I'm, I'm pretty sure at one point. Now, I'm not going to say he's complete, he completely gave up on it 10 years ago. It has to hurt a little bit, especially when you are arguably the greatest right-hand pitcher of all time, seven Cy Young Awards, and he did it with three different teams. Sure it does. Yeah, sure it hurts him. Yeah, you know it, it has to burn his ass. Yeah. Maybe not now, maybe the first couple of times. Yeah, he, he's got to think about it, I think, every year. Um, You want to talk about a guy that had a known, insane workout regiment yes roger clemens was known i mean there were players that went to train with him that was like that dude's nuts they was yes. like roger roger clemens is crazy mm-hmm. when it come to his workouts guys guys all around the league tried to go work out with him they was like we can't do it can't keep up mm-hmm. you know and it was guys that were also known juicers let's mm-hmm. just keep it real 
guys that were also known juicers that could not keep up with Roger Clemens and his workouts. They were historically uh, insane. Nuts. You, you remember Clemens when he was with the Red Sox? He was a flamethrower. Yep. A flame. Let, let's just yep. show how great this man was. Look at his Houston years, because I watched him very, very closely here in Houston. I believe he he came here. Age he came here in two thousand four, so he was like age thirty nine, forty, and forty one season. He wasn't flame throwing, but he was locating it extremely well. That's why he had it. His, he won a Cy Young his first year with the with the Astros, and the second year he should have won again, but he didn't have enough wins because the Astros' offense stinked. He went thirteen and seven, but he had a one point eight seven ERA. And I believe that was at age 40, if I'm not, or 41. And he wasn't throwing 99 miles an hour. He's probably topping out at about 94 on a good pitch, but he was locating it extremely well. And also he had Brad Osmus as a catcher. Brad Osmus, one of the one of the best uh, catchers in baseball from a defensive point. Great pitchers love um, playing with him. And Roger Clemens just adjust it to what he couldn't um, get anymore from, um, you know, getting older. And he won a Cy Young award. Now you're a Yankee. What do you think of uh, Clemens? Oh, I, I think he's one of the greatest pitchers of all time. I mean, without a doubt, he was clutch. He, uh, good Lord. He was unbelievable to watch. He was, he, Every time he was on TV, he was kind of must-see TV, especially in the postseason. Um, mm-hmm. Look, these guys should have—they uh, should have moonwalked into the hall easily of years and years and years ago. I mean, um, if they if they just changed the rule, like if like if the NFL just changed, let's say Tom Brady retired today, and football said we're going to change the rule, we we, we don't need to even vote on Tom Brady. They said let him in. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I, Same thing with Bonds and Clements. I'm 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 fixing to say something that um might hurt a lot of feelings out there but we're going to push HGH aside. Some of these guys were taking D-ball and Winstraw and things like that which had been around mm-hmm. since Arnold Schwarzenegger was lifting in California back in the mm-hmm. late 60s. Okay, the Mm -hmm. late 60s. So for us to act like steroids was not in baseball prior to 1987, Mm -hmm. people would be out of their minds. This had been around a long time in every sport. Think think about Lyle Alzado and his usage. Mm-hmm. Back in the day for the Raiders. I mean, he was using way back in the, the what, late 70s, early yeah. 80s. I mean, now, ye, I guarantee you there are guys, and I'm not saying Nolan Ryan uh, uh, did it. I don't know. But there are guys in the Hall of Fame right now that I assure you took steroids, took greenies. Mm-hmm. Look, there were and guys. It, and it's not even necessarily uh, steroids. Like. I, you guys know I'm a I'm a Bagwell guy. He's the greatest Astro ever. Bagwell had Andro in his locker, and they tried to use that against him. Even though Andro completely legal, and you can get you can go to GNC and get Andro when he played. Um, dude, I took Andro for a decade before they. I. This is what got Andro, uh, turned into a a damn steroid. Yeah, was all the drama surrounded by? Yeah, we all took it. Powerlifting, everybody I knew took Andro. Uh, everybody. I mean, they would. We would literally take Andro and open up the caps, and take the powder out of the Andro, and then stick it in our gums, uh, under our, in between our our lips and our mm-hmm. gums, and let it dissolve into our system. For crying out loud. I mean, yeah, it was just, you know, it was a viable product back then. And and guess where I got it? GNC. Yeah. 
GNC walked into the mall and got Andro. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I guess super chats here. Um, and also let me check on stream labs as well. Yeah. We got a donation here on what on, um, man, I got a donation here on, um, stream labs here. Um, Alma Mosa Senior, $5, just says, keep up the good work. Thank you. What you got, Rhodes? Oh, this guy said, I doubt Rhodes took Andro. Well, you're wrong. At one time, I took this stuff called Decavar, and it came in a blue bottle like this, mm-hmm. and it was pink. It was a liquid, and you you took it out with your syringe, and you put it under your tongue, mm-hmm. and you let it sit there for two minutes. And um, it had five or six different kinds of andro all in one uh, supplement. And that shit made you feel holy hell. Look out. Let me say this too, man. I don't think a lot of people understand like some of these rules that some of these uh, leads have on banned substances. They don't realize that like 80% of this stuff you can get over the counter. You can get a lot of this stuff over the counter, but some of these sports leads have said, no, you can't take it. They're not an illegal substance. It's just that they don't want you to take it. (laughs) And you know what? The other thing, uh, you know, sometimes these guys get popped and everybody's always talking about, um, you know, they'll say, well, I took this and, uh, blah, it was in there. I can tell you right now, I know for an absolute fact, there were protein weight gainers on the market that had steroids in the weight gainers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And protein powders that happened back in the day. It was a thing when yeah. guys would say, yeah, but I was just taking protein shakes. Probably a factual statement. People didn't believe that if they wasn't involved with powerlifting and bodybuilding, they didn't know that. No, yeah, most people won't believe that. So yeah, but it was a known thing that happened. Yep. Michael Amato, $10. She'll should get in on strikeouts alone wins postseason uh, warrior four diamond bats, um, red socks, socks don't win without shilling and shilling was clean. How's that for a rant uh, rants? Love your show. Well, Schillings is he's he's not in strictly because of politics, you know that uh, he doesn't ad- agree with the whole on um, transgender thing. And boy, they went out th- when he was with ESPN when that was put out, right? Uh, and he got yeah. fired, and he yeah. got fired for that. Yep, yep, that's right. Because he wasn't woke enough. Uh, Mike Mick Walsh, two dollars euros, I should say. Still think MLB players take juicy vitamins daily. Yeah, they take a lot of stuff. They do. They do. Um, I think we got um one more topic here, and then we're gonna talk about, and that is um, Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers has come out now, and you know he's been public enemy number one. He's come out and blame the media hatred directed towards him on media uh, media generated COVID fear porn. He's not, he's not wrong about this at all. And on boy, there's some stuff. You know what? I'm going to hold it for the members live stream because I want to talk about the vats, but what I'm going to say about the vats would clearly get us, um, kicked off of YouTube clear to get it. I, I believe we had talked about this before though, offline roads, but I'm going to wait to the member stream for that. Oh uh, yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't, anyways, don't, don't say any of that stuff. On no, here. <laughs> no. Um, as soon as Aaron Rodgers, 17th NFL season came to an abrupt halt Saturday night, credits of the polarizing quarterback were ready to pounce with insults of throw Rogan and Q Aaron. I guess that's the way they're actually pronouncing it. Um, quote, there are a ton of uh, people tuning in, rooting against us for one reason and one reason only. Roger said Tuesday afternoon 
on the Pat McAfee show. And it's because of my vaccination status and them wanting us to lose so they could pile on and reveal in the fact that my vaccination status was some sort of reason why we haven't had success in the playoffs. You're not wrong about that. He's not wrong about that at all because they started coming after him big time. And on Sports Wars, because Aaron Rodgers, newsflash, hasn't won a Super Bowl since uh, 2011. And I said on Sports Wars, well, the reason why, according to the mob's logic, is he never got his flu shot every year. It's just that simple. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> The the yeah well that's the thing the other day everybody was celebrating, uh there was a meme going around um uh, regarding Jimmy G knocking out unvaccinated Aaron Rodgers blah 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 there is no correlation None. between Aaron Rodgers getting beat by the Forty ers on this field and him being unvaccinated. There's no, it has nothing to do with one another. Nothing. Let, let me ask you this, Rose. Isn't Jimmy G vaccinated, apparently? Yeah, I'm sure he is being in California, probably. How has he looked at his, in this postseason overall? Not he's great. not been good. Not great. No, no. Not been good. No. No. Overall, he I mean, he's made a couple of big throws, but overall, he has only been average to below average. Yes. Yes. Uh, but Rogers told McAfee that he has empathy for his distractors because according to the Green Bay Packers quarterback, the hatred being directed at him stings from media generated COVID fear porn. Quote, there's so much fear around this, Rogers said, and the media plays a big role in that. The Huge fear porn role. is put day after day, causes a lot of strife and stress for people because I don't watch the news or don't subscribe to the same type of a mainstream narrative. There's anger thrown my way. Now, he is completely right about that because you were talking about Bill Maher and the view was going after him. He says he's not getting a boost or whatever. And um, didn't he say something about mass also? But somebody on the view. He said he was done with it. And somebody, somebody on, on the view said they slammed it for it because they said, no, this is a new normal. We're always going to wear masks. It was Sarah Hines, and she come out and said, she used to be a host on Good Morning America. She come out and said that, and this, to me, this was frightening to hear this come out of somebody's mouth, knowing that they just accepted their fate or accepted this fate. She said, masks are the new normal. Masks are the new normal. And I'm like, wow, I mean... God, that's to me, that's lunacy. Yeah, it's it, lunacy. It's not normal because, folks, we're not, we're not supposed to be wearing these for the rest of our life. I mean, if you want to, that's your business. But you're supposed to breathe in fresh air all the time. I'm sorry. I mean, before this whole thing, were you, were you guys always wearing masks everywhere you went? Nope. Me neither. Me neither. I can't breathe good in them. If I'm just being honest, I can't breathe good in them. Nobody can breathe that well in them, I, I believe. Yeah. This is nuts. Yeah, it is. I mean, that that is scary, though. But he's right about this. He really is. And we we saw, I saw that um, QAnon meme going around, him looking like the uh, QAnon shaman. And, um, well, yeah, bringing up Joe Rogan, too. This has a quote in here, and the media plays a big role in that. Okay, so what was happening on MSNBC and CNN last year? You could not turn it over to those two channels without seeing a running tally of COVID cases and the death count. They were literally telling the death count on TV, I mean, like it was a ticker mm -hmm. talking about the results from sporting events. And you know what? No, it's funny. It magically stopped when Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden started occupying the Oval Office. We called that, by the way. Yeah. We did even live though, streams where we called Even though that. more people 
died while Biden was in the Oval Office and Trump. It just magically disappeared. That's right. That's right. It was absolutely part of an election ploy, too. Don't get me started on all the things involving this virus and the election. We're not going there. I'm not getting our asses kicked off of YouTube. Yeah. Some of the things I said last year, I had to take down Mm. or that. Yeah. Or my channel wouldn't exist right now. Boy, I wish I wish I can tell you guys what me and my doctor were talking about uh, last week when I went to uh, for a checkup. Boy. But I can't say it on YouTube. Because I told him what I thought about those uh, cloth masks. And guess what? He 100% agree with me. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. But um, I think that's it, man. I think that's all we had on debt for today. A little bit shorter show today. Uh, Rhodes, any good. other final words? No, we had, uh, we had some good topics today. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good topics. We appreciate everybody coming out. Uh, click the join button. That way you can, um, get access to all of, um, the live streams. This is going directly to the members only when this is done, but we will catch you guys tomorrow. Wait, what does it say here? Hold on. I hope you guys don't get kicked off of YouTube. This is one of the best, uh, sports, uh, talk channels on here. Well, we're doing our best. We're doing our best, but we give our own opinions on, um, on, uh, the website. So you pick up a membership there. Uh, but on YouTube, uh, we have to bite our tongue a little bit. So, (laughs) all right, guys, we will catch you guys tomorrow. You guys be safe.